I enjoy a man that is a realistic man. Oh, I do too. Don't get me wrong, but I enjoy a man that looks like a a puzzle. You know, when the <laughs> when the crossword puzzle in the New York Times comes out and it's a level five or whatever, I immediately put that paper down. But if it's a level two or three, I might could finish it. Oh, you know? I had a friend that told me one time, and it was a he was a real good looking boy, and he had a nice looking husband, cute couple, and he said, you know. I don't like this new porn. All these people are fit. All these people oh, look real yeah. good. I like that old seventies porn because that's I, like all they, you know. That's what Tumblr is for. They amateurs. Said, they said that's like somebody you can go out and get. Yeah, <laughs> you can go out and find that. I man. like a realistic Especially experience. Here in Memphis. No offense to Memphians, but <laughs> uh, I mean, <laughs> not all it, of us are porn stars. <laughs> if they have a. Uh, a rugged jawline, a fierce five o'clock shower, shower. Sh- <laughs> fierce five o'clock shadow, and they also happen to be missing half a tooth. That's a, oh, well, a attainable that's a goal. Well, yeah. yeah, I can. I can you just describe nothing like your husband. <laughs> uh, that's a mountain I can climb, as they say. Focus. You're listening to Refocus. Um, I got my Botox done today, and oh. it's funny that you asked me about it because only in your forehead, nowhere else. I get a uh, cheekbone up. Mm-hmm. So anywhere, anywhere when I smile and make an expression, if it moves around, I don't. So that's why I, you're showing no emotion this evening on your face. <laughs> I hope not. I hope I'm completely paralyzed. But it's what someone said one time: if I could smile, I would. I tell the girls. All, I tell the girls all the time. I'm giving them a um, dramatic eyebrow action. Mm-hmm. Like you can't see it right is now. This, but this is, is a what very they call. This brow. is what they call resting bitch face, right? All the time. Yeah, people always talk about resting bitch face. You don't have resting bitch face unless you've paid for. Yeah, I, I don't. Pay I don't. For my I don't face. Have, my I don't yeah. I'm always like, uh, mm, Lynn, shout out to Nurse Linda. Oh. Micah is appreciating the numbness in his forehead oh today. Oh my goodness, Goldie. Goldie! Oh Lord! Oh, edit that. Goldie is appreciating the numbness in her Goldie. forehead today. Yeah. But um, the reason why uh, I, I do it, you know, I told you I went to the uh, party below the, one of the prior podcasts. I think we talked about it. I went to oh, a party your folks downstairs, your neighbors, downstairs, oh, yeah. and they talked about how it looked like you could ice skate on my forehead. Well, boys, if you're listening, this is the reason. Oh. A product called Xeonin. They were uh, complimenting you about that. That was a compliment, huh? Yeah. But I tell you what, I, I, I really... Ice on your I'm forehead. Rising, I'm rising my, raising my mic up a little bit. I thought bit. maybe you could ice skate on your heart. No. Uh, <laughs> you know, you can't... Um, when you get Botox on, you can't look down. So I'm... Uh, I'm trying to do my you microphone. You can't look down. You can't look down for a few, quite a few hours. You can't work out, lay down, or look down. Oh my gosh! And so I'm not doing any so of that. So how do you sleep? Well, it only lasts for you. The that uh, I think it's like four or five hours. They ask you not to do that. What is it? You sit up on a sleep cute. Sit up with Isn't your. Isn't that what Joan Joan uh, Collins did? What sleep cute? No, she Joan, <laughs> Joan Collins used to like sleep sitting up, so she didn't mess her face up, and then she uh, put it in ice or something. That's what Camille says when we have like to 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 get our face done early in the morning. Uh-huh. Just do it the night before and sleep cute. Sit up on pillows and sleep cute. Have you ever slept in your drag makeup? I did last Pride, honey. No, you did it at my house not too long ago. 
Yeah, but yeah, that was we weren't going anywhere. We just went home and washed it off. I mean, oh, it was, you mean it for a nap? You oh, slept in it? No, I mean we went to the big gay dance party last year, uh-huh. right? Yeah. And like knowing we have to be at Pride at whatever time in the morning because we're in the parade. And, and y'all were there uh, that 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 was when it was at the New Daisy, right? Right. Y'all and then we go while. out afterward and twirl around. Don't get home till I mean it's four o'clock in the morning by the time we get up in the house. <laughs> and Camille pours me into her guest bed. Which I would immediately go out. The wide she comes in girls. the next morning at nine o'clock, and I said, "Please get out of here. Tell me it's not time to get up." <laughs> so we get up. This is a sad story, but it's true. We don't even shower. We don't even. We take a little razor and run over the stubble of our faces. Add a little bit more. Wash some. Walk, get dressed and go hit pride. She said, "We're going to sweat anyway." I cannot believe Camille would do that. And y'all couldn't tell. Y'all looked fabulous. We didn't smell. We don't smell. Well, my thing is that I, I, the idea of how foundation works or something, well, I would she, just reapply it. Well, I mean, she had to put some on. I mean, but yeah. we had the bones there. If you know <laughs> Resurrected her from the oh dead. Oh, my God. And after and three we, days, she rose no, again. Oh, Lord, I tell you what. I felt like by the end of the evening, I felt like I was, needed to be in the grave for six years. It was rough. That's why y'all didn't make it out of that evening. Yes, we thought we were going to you know last pride parade i stayed out doing all kinds of things oh don't talk about it go you don't say i stayed out. don't ruin my untarnished (laughs) image of you i stayed out doing all kinds of things until Mm -hmm. must have been uh five o'clock in the morning that night good christian people getting ready to go to church daylight daylight. (laughs) well uh, folks we just got done doing deep dish we did it was so much fun it was so much fun doing deep dish here at the evergreen theater uh, writing deep dish too in my head (laughs) Uh, yeah that's what we're doing with this podcast it's right putting my new stories down if you don't know what deep dish was it was uh, something that allison and i did with uh friends of george's here at the evergreen theater uh, it was kind of like the vagina monologue, except much more foul. Yes, well, and when vaginas were mentioned, oh well, and as as other body parts, all kinds of body parts, <laughs> penises. Ooh, you mean you mean like penises? <laughs> no two are alike, like snowflakes. No two uh, are alike. No two are alike. Um, but, but have you seen some that are? You've seen some that are similar. It reminds you of somebody else. Maybe not in your in your young years, but you're, when you're right. I've only seen a few. <laughs> well, I mean, you probably didn't notice. But sometimes you can see one. You're you like, know, no, that yeah. reminds me of so and so about twenty years ago. Mostly, we, you know, you and I are on the way to Southern Decadence in a couple weeks. Oh, and when I we know. Go to Southern Decadence, we may not make it back, or she probably will, but I, I may not make it back. They may have to bury me down there. Uh, yeah, uh, every every year that I go to Southern Decadence, I lose about five years off the end of my life. I'm pretty sure. Oh, I, I shoot. My favorite story was a I won't call a name, but a local. Uh, Memphian was down there one time and, um, at Decadence and I was in the, the, uh, pub upstairs walking around having cocktails and this person goes, Allison! Oh, you told me that. What are you doing here? <laughs> and I said, well, they let they me didn't out think the, that you did that kind I of thing, know, out They let me out of the nursing home every once in a while. Every I told blue them. moon. You know, last time I was in New Orleans, I don't know if we're allowed to say this on podcast. Edit me out, Dana. Oh. Um, I walk, I was, um, feeling my, um, experience. Does that make sense? Oh, I understand what you're saying. Cause I, I feeling, saw you feel your experience. I was feeling experience. my experience and it was about three o'clock in the morning and I ended up at, uh, 
It must have been the pub and not Oz, but it was one of them. I think it was the pub. And I was upstairs. Me and Nathan, or Nathan and I, wandered upstairs, and they had this giant screen on stage. And you could only kind of see silhouettes for a minute there. And I'm like, I wonder what they're doing. They're playing this mad, crazy um, slow EDM. Do you know what slow EDM is, baby? Not, I, you know, I, it may have heard So EDM heard it, but... music is like... Oh, yeah, oh that music. Oh, oh EDM. Oh, EDM music is like a very strong oh, yes. beat. Slow EDM music still has the same beat, but it, uh, it mellows it out a little bit. I don't know how to explain it. The, the beats oh. per minute is... The same, but the feel of the music is different. Well, slow. So EDM, you play that later in the evening. Is that what they usually do? With well, it? I think they do it when you're on some kind of hallucinogenic. Right, right. Um, it's supposed to uh, aid you in finding the um, into your. I, at my at this point, I need the music loud and upbeat so I can stay awake. <laughs> well, so. Um, I had no problem staying awake at the time, and and I was at three o'clock in the morning at the pub, and uh, there was a screen that they had going on, and um, me and Nathan are just wondering what's going on. So we get closer and closer and closer, and they turn these lights behind the screen, and these two naked, naked, two naked men. That's N E E. N e k k i d. Oh, I said it wrong. Naked. Uh, you're saying naked. Naked man. <laughs> naked man. And um, sometimes it's naked. And uh, they were talking about the new film. They were apparently they film a, they film something there every year. And so uh, there's some kind of law. I guess I don't know if it's in New Orleans or where, but they could film a porn oh. on stage in front of all of us if they had that screen there. You can do so much on Bourbon Street. You can't do anywhere oh, else I'm in the world. Sure. And they had. Well, first of all, they just started, they just started with it. They just started going. Going at it. And here I am, uh, not prepared for Um, this kind of experience. Just sitting there looking at Nathan and looking back at the stage. I'm not sure I could have ever been prepared for experience like that. Well, I'm not much into voyeurism myself. I don't, uh, you know, sometimes I think I am more fun than I am. And then you get to a situation like that and you're like, holy crap. Uh, do these people, Kiss their mom with these men. You know, I always come up with like, I, I get real nervous and start making conversations. Did you ever have that casserole I made? <laughs> I do. I get real nervous in situations like that. I do. Uh, does I, anybody know where the facilities are? I'm like, oh, well, you know, I, I watched this movie the other night and oh, I get all nervous and try to de- de- defer have from Have you ever the- seen Madeline Kahn and, and Young Frankenstein? Yes. It's just, you know, I just get real uncomfortable in situations. Well, I guess it, I must have, I never had therapy. I probably should have somewhere in my life. I probably got sexual you, Allison, Allison, at the end of it, they passed out a DVD, Blu-ray disc of this experience. You got you to could have take, it? You could take it home. Because they said you're part of the cast. Oh, you were, I guess. You're what? a part of the experience. So did you react and make noise? And This is me the whole time. Uh, <laughs> really? Really? So I was I, very confused. Here's my, here's my thing. Normally, not a prude, but I was confused. No, I, I'm not a prude, but normally when you're in a situation like that, uh, in, I know mostly New Orleans, when people are normally doing something like that in public, they don't need to be doing it because they ain't cute. But I bet these boys were really Oh, no, hot. these boys had been, these boys had been flown in. If oh, you I see. See, because, you know, if you're at something on a random something down like Lafitte's in exile, it's like, ooh. No, you know, I've been to the corner pocket and I've paid $20 uh-huh. to see, um, 
see the full uh, dinner plate. And let me just tell you, usually I send it right back. Listen, I don't, you know, the whole thing. And I, like, again, I guess I'm like, uh, goes back to it. You know, strippers, they're cute to look at for about five minutes, but they always people, have an odor like a charcuterie well, you plate. Know, I, I just think unless you're taking it off in my bedroom, I, what's it doing me? I mean, what good is it doing me? I do not like to eat smoked salami, nor do I no. want to smell it on a bar. And you know, these folks like, Oh, did you see the way he looked at me? I said, would it have to be that five? dollars you were waving at him i mean my goodness so anyways we did deep dish it was a success oh it was um and you just got finished yesterday filming some things for and we can say this because it's over by now uh you just filmed a lot of things for focus awards right i did and how was that oh my god we had the best time uh where'd y'all do a lot of filming oh we were all around midtown yeah we were that we were at the monkey and we went to drew's and the pump and alchemy and zebra. Joe you utilize uh, Bianca. Oh, she was oh she was right there with the cutest could be. It was so much fun. But uh, we ran into folks that I don't know if it was a Tuesday night and people you know you don't expect to see drag queens <clears throat> pop up into a straight bar on a Tuesday night. I mean I don't know if you ever expect on a Friday night, but you know not on a Tuesday. But you know when when the the gay club was open that used to be here behind the near the Blue Monkey. I guess. I, uh, oh, you don't want to say it, but yeah. Well, I, mean, I could say it, but, uh. No, we might as well not. No. You, you guys know which there one it is. There was a club. If you remember your Within walking there. distance of the Blue Monkey. And I know for a while there's some of the girls on the show cast. At, would walk to Blue Monkey. And get drink, or between shows and get drinks up there. And cause they didn't have, um, I, I don't know why. I guess to get a break, get out. And I don't know what. No, I love leaving the bar I'm working at. And then they'd go back for the second show, but they would go over to the monkey, and the monkey kind of got used to the drags coming in there, but that's a Saturday night, so. Sometimes, very rarely, if we're doing a show at Drew's, we'll walk over to Murphy's. Oh, yeah. Very, very rarely. We used to do it a lot more, but you know, that was before Drew's has really stepped their, uh, pussy up when it comes to everything. <laughs> they have, they really that. have. So it makes it hard to leave. So, um, but the thing about it was last night that I, I get, like I said, I don't know why it's Tuesday evening or what, but we got so much positive feedback from everybody. There was one real, uh, cute boy, um, who came up and you ladies look lovely. And, and then he was talking to us. And, uh, of course, my cohort Bianca was smiling and I said, simmer down girl, you're married, but I'm available. <laughs> was Bianca dressed up? Yes, she looked lovely. Oh, did she really? Oh, oh you know, I'm sad that I wasn't included. I, was I know. I was originally. I knew you originally, but, um, since, uh, Savannah said, uh, after, um, because, uh, we ran into someone that you know and she said that you were getting, I think she was confused. Your, your client said that, uh, you were going to have to put on a face in the bathroom at the, that's what she said. I'm like, Oh, is Micah coming? Oh, I'm not sure what she thought I was. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, Anyways. anyhow, so, but we, we, so all these people were very receptive and, um, very nice. And I thought, uh, you know, years ago, I can tell you this. When I first started doing my little YouTube thing, uh, our, uh, Ty, our, um, Creative director. He was the everything producer, editor, cameraman, writer, just everything. He's the reason we did it. Wanted us to do some things outside, uh, filming outside. And I was very apprehensive about being in drag in the daylight, like on Beale Street. Oh, that didn't bother me. Oh, well, see, it did at the time. And this was what, maybe now 10, 12, 13, 14 years ago, maybe more than that. I was like, you know, 2007 till 8. Yeah. I, I just was really apprehensive. 
So I'm just thinking. Wait, no, that would be 2014. Yeah. When, when no, it was, uh, it was a while ago. Okay. Anyway, I, I, he said, we, I'm like, oh, I don't know if I want to do this, but now I don't have that trouble. And I'm wondering about the acceptance of drag in uh, modern society. Well, uh, you know, we were at Art Dash this past Thursday, which was a smashing event. Well, it, was it was the event to see. It was beautiful. I had a good time. Um, but Art Dash in particular. Even though I portrayed a lesbian. <laughs> a beautiful I lesbian. Love, I love that lesbian to death. <laughs> but uh, we, uh, Allison and I were both at um, Art Dash. I played a lovely auctioneer. Oh, you were great. It was fun. I, I think- oh, can I say what John Michael's favorite thing <laughs> of the evening was? He's up there giving, John Michael Alderson is the, um, uh, development officer. We'll have him in next month. For, um, Friends for Life. And he was, um, explaining some facts and statistics. (laughs) And Goldie's just hyped up and she's so happy. And (laughs) he was like, and Memphis is eighth in the nation in new HIV cases. And all I heard was Memphis was eighth in the nation. And Goldie's like, I clapped in front of everybody and he, he had to stop me and say, no, no, Goldie, no, no, stand down. <laughs> but in front of God and everybody, I just started cheersing that we were the eighth in the nation for HIV. New HIV we, cases. New yes. HIV case. I just thought that we had won something <laughs> finally. Well, like I say, it's honest mistake. You were there to be happy and upbeat and you heard eighth in the nation. I, I, I went for it. I might have done the same thing. Well, uh, we had such a good time at Art Desk. I actually won one of the silent auction oh, you got, items. You got, you got a piece. You bid on something, did you? Yes, I did. I won some uh, clip-on earrings. Uh, well, well, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't look, look at all the items uh, I, up for auction. It was at a The re- only reason why I saw it because it was sparkling in the distance. But the reason I bring it up is because one of the... Um, uh, there's a group of high schoolers that I guess go to school. There's a high school there now. Yes, there is a high and school. We were in there. Cross we were. Th- I was there pretty early, and um, there was uh, some high schoolers there, and they came up to me and they're like, "Yeah, there was some all boys." They're like, "Yes, uh, you, you're stunning, blah blah." blah. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, "We stand you." And I, I thought they were giving me a Golden Girls oh. reference, but they were not. <laughs> you, Dana, what? Stan is an extreme fan. Do you have an exact... Uh, so, do you know the Eminem song, Stan? You know I don't, Dan. Okay. I, I didn't... This was explained to me very recently, but I know that it has to do with the Eminem song where he's... It, like, it's an obsessive fan. Well, they said they stand me. I guess it, you can put a past... You can conjugate it, I guess. It's a verb. Well, I'm not sure. I mean, I, you didn't take offense to it, did you? No, I, you know, I never knew what to say pe- to people like that when they when they overly compliment you and they say really nice things to you because I always feel like they want something. Like, what do you want? Oh, you just smile graciously. Thank you. That I, means that's so what much. I, that's what I do. But I, let me just tell you, if you give me too many compliments, I assume that you need me for something. Well, what do you want? Down the road, they might. They might. They might utilize you. Well, it's funny. We were saying about in our out and about last night on a Tuesday evening in high horror drag. Mm. Oh, it's not going up on see. a Tuesday. I know. I think I may start that as a tradition because I mean, my goodness, drag on a Tuesday. Right? It might be fun. I mean, Tuesday's like the only night off, really, isn't it? <laughs> Everybody's off. It on used Tuesday, to be years right? ago. I mean, years ago in Memphis when they were. Um, when we were younger, there was always something going on, and every night you had somewhere to go, except for Tuesday you stayed home. Wow. And you didn't go anywhere on Tuesday, but you were at Margarita Monday. You were at somewhere on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. You know, you were out and about all the time. 
So anyway, he said home on Tuesday. But uh, being out on Tuesday, we ran into some very, um, uh, we were at a lot of straight establishments or places identified as straight, mm. I should say. And uh, the reception was wonderful and, of course, a little, sometimes a little much. I think um, that, like we said, we ran into someone that knew you. I barely. And uh, uh, anyway, uh, had a long conversation also with her mother because apparently Countess Luann, um, who's on one of those Real Housewives programs. I'm not familiar. Well, apparently she was on the Megyn Kelly show that morning and had my necklace on. That cheap And bitch. I said, well, I guess I'm in good company. Uh Countess Luann likes cheap costume jewelry, too. Uh, did she shop at June Lee? That's what I said. And so the lady said, that's not... I said, honey, I don't know. I mean, look at the weight of this thing. Which one was it? The long one I wore. Uh, uh, oh, deep dish. It is a lovely... Uh, anyway, so she was going to June Lee. The girl's mother was going to June Lee to buy that necklace. She wanted it. What the, was it? 30 bucks, 20 bucks? I think it, well, the earrings were like... 40-something, I think. Oh, a package deal. Yeah, I had the earrings. She's the like, earrings come with it? And I'm like, yes, ma'am. But I had is to she com- going to wear that, I, too? I don't know. With it. I don't know, but you, she wanted it. So, I, I, But I was saying that it's funny that even... Um, uh, um, um, so, yeah, we went, moved around. It's funny that she, she wanted to wear... Where, 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 would a, where would a cisgendered woman wear a big statement piece? Why? I mean, why would even Countess Luann wear that? <laughs> It is definitely say drag queen to the me. The only I'm, reason I would wear it is if my face wasn't beat enough and I well, didn't want people to look that's at. That's what it. I do. Try to keep it. Keep the keep attention it down on. here. Look up here. Look at the balloon. Blind them with. I'm like a magpie. If no. it's shiny, I'm gonna go toward it. So, uh, but anyway, we went around to these places and um, we were we went into our last place and there was this um, um, older lady. Her husband was older. I can tell she was wearing a wig. What was your last place? The Zebra Lounge. Oh, I was just there. And so um, she had a, a, a blonde wig on. And anyway, the first thing she says when Bianca and I walk in, she comes up and, y'all look gorgeous. I just love RuPaul. Oh, that's what everybody talks about now. I know. It's RuPaul's RuPaul. The, the, well, I everybody's just, lips. Well, RuPaul has uh, I, changed it. Lover, hater, indifferent. She yeah. has put drag into the living room of... Uh, uh, modern America, I think. And uh, I don't want to spend too much time on that particular subject. We don't have to. But, well, no, I'm just mostly, but mostly because uh, I feel like everybody at home already has a formed opinion about RuPaul and what they think about it. Also, me and Allison are sick of getting asked the question, when are you going to audition for oh, RuPaul? Girl, I'd be the first one. I wouldn't make the cut, but if I got on there, I'd be the first one sent home. Well, first of all, I've auditioned three times. Oh. So it doesn't really matter. How often, when, when are you going I think to? I've I've, had, just so everybody knows out there in the, uh, the virtual world, I've already auditioned. I think I've passed the expiration date. I think the oldest one was, I've, I'm way past the oldest person. The oldest been, one was 50. I'm past it. Well, you know, RuPaul's <laughs> 54. Well, she runs the damn thing, so she could be. You could still. And she's so filtered too. I mean. Oh. Every time she hits the main stage, it's like, Somebody smeared this. I don't know. I just saw. I I I I just saw a. Which I don't blame. If I ran the damn show too, make me look good. Damn it. Oh, those pictures that um, what's his name? Uh, I know his name. I was just trying not to say his name. Uh, The pictures that they took of us for Deep Dish. Are um, lovely filtered. I think they're lovely, and I think they're filtered, and I love. Oh, I like filtered. Yeah, I love that he. 
uh, there's nothing real about us, and I don't want it to be real. I, mean, I don't want it to look real. If you can take a little license with uh, some filtering, oh, I say yeah, go please for do. it. I mean, it's an extension old, of our work. I mean, here we go. Uh, the whole the whole thing is for me trying to look it's airbrushed. It's an illusion. Yeah, the, what they say: a little powder and paint make a woman what she ain't. Mm. I, I, uh, but I am sick of people asking me uh, when I'll audition for. Ru- I did it. I did so that I, I do think there is, uh, um, and I also years ago, um, uh, emceed some shows for, uh, someone who did a series and they brought all these RuPaul Drag Race stars to Memphis and they used to do it a lot more than they do now. Yeah. What was uh, his name that used to do it a bunch? Shane. Yeah. Shane yeah. used to do it a bunch. Jeffers. That is Shane Jeffers. Uh, oh, should we use people's full names? Well, I don't know if we so can. So I keep running back to what we're allowed to do. Well, Are we allowed to do well, that? Well, I don't know. Anyway. We're new to this. He owes me money, so I can say it. Oh, that's, <laughs> say it two times then, baby. He owes me money. So, no, say, say his real name two times. But anyway, uh, you would after the show, and I would see people that you would never expect to see coming to see, to a drag show. And it's pretty wonderful, I think. I, I, I found it um, so funny from... Coming from days where the drag shows were um, hidden, I almost want to say you had to have a secret knock to enter the door, and yeah. you know you went down in the back alley to see I, the show. I do think now you're at a big sh- main venue in a public street, and there are straight families there, basically. I do think that 2018 and going forward, it's it's it can be even more difficult to be a drag queen in this kind of aesthetic, just because. Uh, I wonder, there are some people who get increasingly offended by what we do, I think. Well, even even in our own realm, you know, like, they used to be offended because we were men dressing up as women. Yeah. Uh, and that uh, conflicted with their ideas of masculinity and femininity. But now that trans people have their voices and they're, they're using it for so, so much good in the world, the, the voice of the drag queen could be misconstrued and, uh, I, I had muddied. a very good friend at one point whose mother, um, who was, uh, you know, a, a, a nice level-headed person and thought, you know, was, you know, I guess you'd say open to all things, but said she didn't ever want to see a drag show because it just didn't interest her because she liked to see real people. And I thought, well, they are real people. She's, no, you're not the, I, I can know the real person and that you're, perpl- you're not that person. You're portraying somebody else. I, and I said, I guess I can understand that, but kind of like, you know, it's like you're entertaining people. So do you think that Carol Burnett's the same every time you see her? I mean, it's kind of, I kind of didn't buy that, but I let it alone. I didn't push it. So, so let me ask you a question. Uh, you're a drag persona. Yes. Allison. Yes. Um, who is Allison, and um, what does she bring that uh, your boy persona would not bring to the table as far as entertainment goes? Um, well, I think Allison's better to look at than my boy persona. I know, but, but who, okay, first of all, answer the question. Uh, answer who she? Who is she? I think she? what I always thought and wanted her to be, if whether she is that way or not, I wanted Allison to be your favorite eccentric aunt that you just love. You don't know why you love her, but you just do. She's fun. You want to be around her. She might slip you a little drink under the table. You know, <laughs> I that kind of her thing. As, it, what, what is That's per- what I wanted her to be. What is a person who visits the um, 
what is her name that twinkles her nose in the old TV show? Uh, Bewitched. Bewitched. Samantha. Yeah, what, she had either an aunt or a mother. Serena was her sister. That she'd come visit her. Her cousin. Be, or yeah. something. She'd be she's in the very black, flam, yes. Very flamboyant. You know, Jean, they did that on Jeannie, too, you know. I dream of Jeannie had a, well, now, it was Serena on, because I loved all that stuff. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Serena was, uh, Samantha's cousin. They were cousins. And she was the dark haired, Mm. Sort of bad one. Well, they did that on, on I Dream of Jeannie too. And, but Jeannie was Jeannie also. They all were called Jeannie, but the dark haired Jeannie was her sister. Mm. Yes. Did you, they both, did each, each time did the other character play yes. the other person? They put a dark wig on them and, <laughs> ha ha, I'm a different in, person. Re, in reality, what, exactly what we did when Camille, when I took over that role from Camille. Right, exactly. We just put a dark wig on. Yeah, just, that's, that's the evil twin Lala. So, but, but, so, so, Allison is an iteration of that, uh, fun family member. But, uh, but I, but I also have to tell you that I, the, with <clears throat> the makeup, the costumes, that I am more apt to be an, I, I, I feel comfortable saying and doing and being personable and going up to people. Whereas, yeah. as, as, let's say Allison does things that Steve wouldn't do. Yeah. Allison goes up and, oh, hey, what are you doing? And, and I would never bust up. Well, it depends on how drunk I am. <laughs> I don't know. I think I, I've seen you. You know, I met you uh, not as Allison right. several times before I ever met Allison. And um, I think that they're very similar. They're very, no, I, I will, I'll, be, I'll go down to the wire. They're but, very, very but similar. But back to my question, what does Allison bring to the table on stage that, uh, that your other persona does not? I, I, like I say, I just think I, I think Steve, uh, the, 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 the male persona would not be as much fun, would not be as free to. Why? I don't know. Cause mm. I think that makeup and that wig is sort of a, a mask, a, a mask wear. or a shield or a armor, if you will. Do you think you, do you think you would get the same? And you think they'd be more critical. I, I, I don't, and here's, it's just, it's getting deep a little bit. I think I would be more hurt of people being critical of, I really don't care if they're critical of Allison because I guess she's really not real. Maybe. She's not a real person, yeah. But if someone critiqued Steve, I would probably be like, "Oh God, oh, I'll be wounded." Yeah, we can we can take this stuff off and be ourselves later. I mean, on I think that life. I mean somewhere in the back of my head, that's probably it. Do you do you think that if you had some other mask on, say someone uh, gave you some kind of prosthesis to yeah. look? Older, like uh, some kind of magical creature, no, well, it golem goes, creatures. And yeah, you'd be you'd be just as entertaining. I think it goes back to I've, costumes are my thing. I, I I have been a costume person since I, I came out of the too. womb. I, Halloween, I, I looked I, I forward yeah, to Halloween. I remember my mom used to buy us Halloween costumes, and I would wear them for months. I, I, I months looked forward to Halloween, them. you know, I, I, and I particularly looked forward to uh, when we started doing drag on Halloween. It's because we would go somewhere um, like Kroger or Walgreens or walk somewhere that you never would have done that on any other day of the year because you yeah. didn't know what was going to happen. But on uh, Halloween, you'd get all these accolades. And you, oh, girl, you look so good. I, I, uh, Jason Savelli and I just recently, Jason Savelli is uh, my roommate. And we just recently had this discussion because uh, I said, we were talking about somebody who, a particular person had treated me differently mm-hmm. as one to the other. And we had a conversation like, I just wish that people could see through the, the mask of it all and just, you know, be normal when they see me. 
Because I'm, I'm just here to have a good time. I'll, I'm not, well, we, neither you or I so, like to be taken very seriously. No. And so when someone <clears throat> takes it so seriously that they treat you differently between each one, I, it annoys me. But Savelli said, he said, you can't expect, um, you can't expect to act totally different. Uh, apparently this is what I do and I guess you would do the same thing. You can't expect to act totally different in drag and then go out, uh, as a boy in our community and expect to be treated the same, or uh, people are going to treat you different. They're going to, I, I they're going to so. react to you different. They're going to, because uh, apparently my whole aesthetic and uh, mannerisms and everything is different in drag, but I didn't, I don't really catch on to yeah, that. Yeah, I'm pretty much the same, but sometimes it's toned you down think, a little but bit. I think you think you, I think that that Goldie and, and my regular self are so intertwined and but so similar. But I see similar. the difference too. See, see yeah, difference. so I see the difference between right. you and your right. persona. But I, it's funny, there are people, uh, and I don't, it, it kind of bothers me. There are people that will come up and have conversations with Allison. Yeah. But if they see Steve, they don't even speak to me. Same. Uh, specifically, really sexy people. I've noticed that really hot guys. Yeah, that's kind of the thing, too. Yeah, really hot guys love to talk to Goldie. <laughs> when I am Micah, uh, they give, they talk to me differently. I won't say they yeah. won't talk to me. They definitely will still talk to me because I am hot. Thank you very much. Yes, you are. Uh, but they'll talk, to, they'll talk to me. It's just a, um, different way yeah, of talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I find that too, but I think that's the nature of the, Nature of the, the beast. beast. It's just how it is, you know. I guess uh, everybody wants to be a star fucker. Oh, <laughs> I'm in a t-shirt that says "star fucker" on oh, it. Oh, that's your star. Passing you know, out. Tori Amos had a song one time, "Star Fucker." Um, I I think that uh, you, you can't blame these people though because I I do put on all these outfits and stuff, and I'm sure the my, I'm sure mannerisms and everything are different. Then. I, 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 I was noticing watching the takes from Deep Dish, uh, or yeah, from last from night. Deep Dish, even from last night. But the live feed that they put on the Fitz yeah, George's Deep page, Dish, yeah. how I'm up there and I'm just wow, where my hands just would not stop. Yeah. Oh, we had such a good time and doing Deep Dish. I was watching because after we would film a scene last night, the cameraman after, um. Savannah approved of it and thought, well, you know, do y'all want to look at it and see what y'all think about it? We would watch it. And I was like, and I sat the whole time. And, I, and Steve never sits like this with my hands up. And I was this and my, my hands were always this You know, way. there's a certain part of it that's like when you're that. Well, it's those bracelets. I had those big cuffs on them. That <laughs> I wanted them to be seen. Jewelry does. <laughs> I you, wanted them to be there's seen. There's also a certain, there's a certain aspect of it that's like, uh, you, uh, put so much preparation into it. So like I shave my whole body, I put a uh, face of makeup on, I glue something to, I glue hair to my face. Well, yeah. And all that, all that preparation. And you, have, you particularly have to, uh, lotion yourself. Uh, I have a lot of preparation. Hose yourself yeah. down with Sally Hansen. Yeah, I have a, uh, a lot of preparation <laughs> that goes into it. Goldie even, says a lot H. more skin than Allison. Yes. But, a lot newer skin to show. Yeah, a lot newer sk- <laughs> You actually caressed my elbow the other day, and it was like, your skin is so lovely. But I, she was is. caressing my elbow skin, by well, the way. I, well, see, elbows can look really... My elbows are starting to sag, and they didn't used to, and I hate that. We're all looking at our elbows Yes, now. you know, but you how... I've always noticed that, especially growing up. It's one of the things I know people who notice his elbows, but I've noticed when my family members, particularly ladies, were getting older, how their elbows... Used to be. Pro- Why do you think s- that Beyonce and Madonna <laughs> and Cher all have lovely elbows? Their well, I mean, elbows you look probably fine. Probably can do something. You're snipping a tuck. 
I wonder what that procedure is called. I mean, you know, I've lost weight and gained weight and lost weight. I'm sure my skin has stretched some. So, and, uh, um, I just noticed I turned around in the mirror the other day to see my, it was a mirror behind the mirror, like, you know, and I'm like, Oh God, my elbows are sagging. <laughs> you know, I'm not worried about my forehead or my, you know, listen, look at this. I'm not worried about my forehead, my under, my under my eyes. I worry about my damn elbows. My elbows are sagging. Someone had, call a doctor. I always had the best elbows in town. <laughs> That's what they say about you. You know, Allison Wonderland? Man, she has the best. She has great elbows. elbows. She has a great elbow. She has a great pair of elbows. I know, but I they love it. They're so perky. But I used to know, I also noticed when, you know, did you, I don't see as much as I used to. Maybe people are moisturizing more. People used to have crusty elbows. They, uh, yeah, you know, uh, <laughs> I think that people, are you about I'm to I'm like tell, super self-conscious about my elbows now. I'm just going to keep my arms under the table. You have yeah. lovely elbows. Wait, da- Dana, Dana, are you Googling for us what, she's Googling what an elbow procedure, an elbow lift would be like, <laughs> a weenus lift. Well, I mean, if you work out, I'm sure that tones all that up too. Tones your elbow skin? I, well, don't everything, I don't work out, but... <laughs> I'll get back to you. You're, you're, you're the gym rat. Yeah, I haven't found out of a, a technique to keep your elbows you're getting the gym taunt. rat. So um, let me ask you a question since you are a, a, a gym rat or you fit into fitness. I'm into fitness. Um, and you get on those little... Wait, she's got an answer You got an answer, us. Dana? I do. It's a brachioplasty. 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 Or, 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 or an arm lift, which uh, reshapes the under portion of the upper arm, and so it pulls everything up from the underarm to the elbow. Well, I'm so. going to have to get one. There you go. I actually... Would that look make me look like Michelle Obama? <laughs> I think that would be lovely. Yeah, she's got lovely arms. I'm like feeling my arm fat. What do you think about this where people, um, wasn't there some news network that just said no, women couldn't wear sleeveless anymore? Wasn't it Fox News maybe? Oh yeah. That women couldn't wear sleeveless. I don't want to say, I don't want to say that I know anybody locally who has that problem on the news, but I know somebody locally who has that. I know too. Sometimes you can look like a little, a little draggy on the news. You know what? My favorite news person is Kanji Anthony. I love Kanji. I am obsessed with her. She looks good on camera and off camera. Uh, she never looks too draggy for me, I think. No, she never. Oh, she looks good. No, no. I, I'm not going to know who does. Sometimes I'm like, no, we don't have to name who does, but girl. I, I just want, I just wanted to state because I do obsess about her on channel five. W-R-E-G. I think that That's Kanji. WMC's Channel 5. Wow, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get it right, girl. WMC TV. We don't want a lot. We don't want to throw a lawsuit on to you. But, uh, Kanji Anthony really is a gem on their news service, I think. I, I think, think she, she was wonderful. I'm glad they elevated her to anchor. Oh, me too. I think well deserved. Right. She's gorgeous. Gorgeous woman. What were you going to ask me? I don't know. You said, I've got to ask you a question, Goldie. No, it's about working out. Do you worry about, I know you and, um, you get on the machines once in a while and mm-hmm. do you worry about getting too, uh, buff? So, oh yeah. No, definitely. Um, when, uh, when Camille, Camille is my drag mother and, uh, a friend of Allison's for it's years my and sister. years, for years and years and years. And, uh, she is a drag staple here in Memphis since, uh, 1929. <laughs> and uh, she will love you for that. I know she will. And, um, she is near and dear to my heart. We go to the gym together almost every day, uh, whenever she can wake me up out of my, uh, stupor. Oh, you, you're up all the time. I never know that you post stuff all at six Why were y'all at the eating at five o'clock in the morning the other day? Uh, Nathan had woken me. So, uh, my boyfriend and I, uh, whenever we have a waking moment together, 
uh, tend to like to be together. It's when, very sweet. It is, it is sweet. Um, you can't he, have breakfast at home. <laughs> he woke me up at four o'clock in the morning and said, Hey, I have to go. We were dog sitting. He said, I have to let these dogs out because he is stuck. The guy he was dog sitting for was stuck in, uh, New Orleans. It was. Mm-hmm. And he said, Will you walk over there with me? Cause it was in walking distance, a block away or so. Right. And so I walked with him at four o'clock in the morning over there and then, uh, we got done. We walked back to our house. I got in my pajamas again. I was ready to get back in bed and we got back in bed and he's in, I go back to sleep and he wakes me. He hits me on the shoulder. And he says, uh, he says, so-and-so my name, uh, can we go get some breakfast? I'm starving. And he never does stuff like that. And also we just do everything together. So I said, um, that I would go with him, but we went to a breakfast place in midtown and I kid you not, um, a bug crawled on my shoulder while we were there. And I'm not even kidding. At five o'clock in the morning, I was trying to enjoy a scrambled egg and a bug crawled on my oh, shoulder. Oh no, 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 no. But, um, back to your question, Camille and I go to the gym every morning. And, uh, one of the things I tell her because she kind of controls part of the workout process. If I want to change something, I let her know, but, uh, she has different things she, because, because, because she's her body's specific and she likes to do things specific for her body and mm-hmm. I, I can do all kinds of workouts being the age I am and uh there are certain workouts that she likes to do that are too much for me because my arms will get big very easily I don't have to work too hard to get muscly arms and I have to tell her like whoa baby <laughs> I cannot lift that many weights I will get too buff we have to roll it up because I get I gain muscle very easily. Oh, I bet you do. So I have to tell her to slow your row. I don't need to be that buff. I got dresses to wear. Well, I mean that's that's what I always that was one of my um, <clears throat> excuses for not working out. Oh, I want to look good in, in, in sleeveless. I, I, <laughs> women look women with a, or the feminine mystique always looks better with a little cushion to it and. Yeah, and I, that's why I think whenever I eat something fatty, I'm like, well, your butt's probably your ass is gonna look uh, juicy now, so you're probably gonna be fine. Juicy, juicy, isn't that juicy? Juicy, I like that juicy couture. Allison, I'll tell one if you tell one. But what's one of the worst experiences you've ever had in drag here in Memphis? Um, let me see. One of the worst experiences I've ever had in drag. I, um, Do you want to think about it for a minute? Because I already had my yeah, story Yeah, yeah, because I don't know that I've had a really terrible, terrible experience. I was at a, I guess you call it a club, uh, downtown here in Memphis. And uh, it was uh, well after a convenient hour. I had, uh, The story is I had gone to Drew's Place, our local drag bar, and I had done the show. Um, I uh, That particular evening, I had... Uh, even though nowadays it's kind of always like that, I painted myself to look very feminine, um, and because I, I knew I was going to go out afterwards, and I don't like to go out looking super draggy. Because if you can fly under the radar at some point, that's better. And I had painted myself to look a little bit more feminine, and I had gone to this club, and well, I'm in drag. I use I like to use the women's restroom now. I'm not, I was told by some, uh, trans people not to put myself in this conversation. So I'm not trying to put myself in this conversation. Uh, trans women deserve to use the bathroom that correlates with their gender. Um, in a club, it is more safe for me, just to be perfectly frank with you, it's more safe for me if I'm in drag to use the women's restroom, especially if I look like a woman. Um, it's just safer for me personally. I'm not trying to say I want to change rules for everybody or, 
come get some kind of legislation and process or anything like that. Trans women should be able to use the bathroom that correlates with their gender. Uh, drag queens um, should take it where they can get it, and I get that aspect. But I, uh, I been, I was convinced by some several straight girls I was with to go out on Beale, and so I, we went on Beale. I went to several bars that I went to several bathrooms. I was fine. I, I all night long I was fine. Uh, I don't always. Most of the time I don't even use the bathroom when I'm in the bathroom. I'm just going to freshen up makeup or something else. Blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. I just need a bathroom, you know, as a girl does. And um, we were at this certain club. It was after 5 o'clock in the morning. It was still very hopping. There must have been still 400 or more people there. Very ha- happening. Ooh, the club was jumping, jumping. Jumping, yes. I think that, were you just referencing Beyonce and the Destiny's Child? Yeah. Yes, you were. Good job. Ladies of your man at home. We're going to pay royalties. It's not where you are. Um, so I didn't say the words. So I went to this club and I was in the bathroom <laughs> and this guy comes in and he says, bruh, you got to get out of here. What the fuck do you think you're doing? You can't be in the, the female restroom. And all the girls rallied behind me. and They're like, oh, no, no, no. We want her in here. Because I was regaling them with my um, stories and I was uh, telling stories and I was giving the makeup tips and I was living my best life at five o'clock in the morning and who knows what I had been up to and um, they eventually so long story short they kicked me out of the place mm-hmm. um, e- even after I left oh, the, I think I remember you saying even that. after I left the restroom they kicked me out of the, oh, the, no. the place which I'm not very I don't usually make a stink out of those kind of things I, I usually leave but I was pretty tipsy, and so I made a big, I made a live video when I got home. It was like, yeah, it kicked me out of the bar, and I named the bar, blah, blah, and it blew up. But the, the, the part about it that made me so uncomfortable and so upset was that the bar actually posted about me, and they said, there is the, they called me a he, she, and they posted, uh, oh, it was terrible. They posted that all is these awful. terrible things about me. Um, but the he she thing really didn't. I'm not offended by language like that. Um, but but they um, they clearly tried to make me seem like demented or something. And all I was doing was sitting in the bathroom. Oh, I, you know. I mean, I mean, truthfully, uh, this whole bathroom thing just gets me it just gets crazy. me. And I, I love their establishments that put signs up to say whichever. Whichever. I love, I love that too. But also, I, I understand that women are, live in a precarious time and they need to have a safe haven I, to I use the bathroom. That. But, but I also think that there are other people who need that safe haven too. I don't, it's tough because I feel like we're on the fringe of what society may be like and maybe that's the truth. I'm not a trans woman and I'm not a regular woman and I'm just a drag queen, but I need a safe place to use the bathroom. And if I'm in a club and I'm dressed in drag, Why? I can't <clears> use, <throat> I can't, and I, in that particular night, I tried to go in the men's restroom at that bar, at that club. I tried, that was the first try I went was in the men's restroom and it was hostile. I couldn't go in right. there. The, right. men, the men were aggressive aggressive and not an aggressive in like a they were trying to hit on me aggressive like they wanted to beat my ass and i so i can't put myself in that situation and i can't put myself in the females restroom and i know that some people in the movement in the lgbt movement will say well then you don't belong in either restroom well that's just not how the reality works i have to use a restroom you gotta go i and so that was a bad experience for me because i still when you talk about drag queens and that relationship i still don't know what to do with myself in that relationship I, I, i'm out and about dressed right. as a female looking like a female I, what I, do i do 
you know, I, I've had, I was on Bill Street a couple of times. I, I didn't really have any, like, ne- I wasn't ever asked to leave, but I was, I was, um, several times I had, uh, walked with Mid-South Pride in the St. Patrick's Day Parade on Bill Street, and, uh, I had to go to the bathroom so, so bad, and I just ran into wet willies. Naturally. Mm-hmm. They have that mirror over the urinal. And I was in there standing, and I always tell folks at a, usually at a, um, uh, LGBT established, uh, stab, identifying establishment. If it emotionally disturbs you to see the drag queen standing, peeing up, I'm, peeing standing up, I'm sorry. I mean, I could go into a stall, but there ain't one, okay? So, Amen. but no, I was, and I had to go, so I'm smoothing the lovely green satin dress down, because it was St. Patrick's in Day. Your you know. satin in success. Yes, in my satin in success. And I walk out of the bathroom, and this gentleman just, he didn't, he says, that's fucked up. Ha, you I have said, no idea, buddy. I said, uh, you think you got trouble. I don't even know which bathroom to go in. <laughs> it is tr- it's troubling to f- figure it out. But I don't think I've ever had a real um, hateful negative experience. I mean, like I said, um, uh, once we were in, I want to say it was the Hilton at an event, and we went into the ladies' room. And uh, I, I want to say the woman said, y'all don't need to be in here. And I was like, honey, can I, I can assure you, you got nothing I want to see. So I, I'm okay. If you're, I ain't going to attack you. You ain't got, and anyway. But, but, uh, just, but, just, but just to say uh, in all these stories, I'm sure Allison and I, who I'm, Allison and I both tend to use the female's restroom, I think. For, I, for, I try. Well, depends on where it's like at, at the deli. I go in the men's room. I've never peed in the men's room. Uh, there's a trough. I don't fuck with that. Well, I went in there just because I didn't know what they would do. I never had gone to the bathroom at the deli. Uh, I will say, though, with all of our experiences in general, usually I use the female's restroom with much acclaim. I, I, I don't leave there without taking several photographs yes. and all, anything in general. There, there have been a few and far between where I've had a negative experience. Um, and I guess... What comes to mind in my most, uh, my worst experience in drag, it has nothing to do with anybody but myself. Everything was just going, you ever had those nights, everything just goes wrong. Uh, nearly every time I'm you in know, drag. You know, eyelash won't stay on, your, your, your hair just ain't doing right. I tell everybody, it's, if I don't cry once while getting into this, then it's not going to be hot as, It's hot as hell. Your makeup's running. Uh, I, 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 this one night I was, I was, it was hot. I was irritated. We'd done it. We show. And then I, I remember going out of the parking lot. There was a hole and I wasn't, it wasn't from, I was drinking, but it Tell wasn't me from you drunk. Didn't. I fell. Oh. And I, there's blood running down my pantyhose. <sighs> so I'm walking to meet these people at another bar and I get out of the car. I should have just gone home. Yeah. Sounds like it. And I get out of the car and I'm walking and I'm like, and I'm just, I'm so over this shit. I'm ready to get this off. And they said, isn't it amazing how at that point in the evening when Allison turns to Shrek, uh, <laughs> it happens at midnight, but I had just had enough. It Wait, was I'm a, sure you're she Shrek. You're like the, um, what's I'm a the Fiona, girl? Wasn't yeah, you're, what's her name? Play Viona. Cameron Diaz. Cam, you're the Cameron Diaz of drag. Well, it was just funny, but I just remember that night I could not get out of the stuff fast enough. I was, it was just one of those nights where it was, things were not going well. And I'm sure, I don't think you can have those nights. Oh, me? I, um, uh, I think so. I think you always look lovely. I'm sure things happen that, you know, well, like for instance, last night, um, I was kind of freaked over it. Bruce, Bianca, her, uh, strap, to her little dress, it broke and broke, and she didn't. And costume designer didn't have a safety pin. Oh, so no. we ask everybody 
So what did he do? He did something, and being a costume designer, he could do this. Knotted it up, tied it up, fixed his hair, but you never saw it. And I was like, damn. Wow. I'd have been like, we got to go home. I got to change. <laughs> no, I, uh, I remember pride last year when we stayed out until five o'clock in the morning. Um, I wanted to change outfits and I didn't have an outfit. I did not feel pretty in my outfit anymore because it was sweaty and had grass yes. stains on it. <laughs> Gra- we grass stains? Yeah, you we, had a good pride, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, <laughs> I sure did. We rolled around in it, you know. I, it ain't pride till you get grass stains on your dress. Uh, p- believe you me, if it's a pride festival, I'm probably rolling around in the grass. Oh, but, awesome. um, it had grass stains all over it. And so well, we went, it's not a pride we festival. Went, we went to David's, we went to my twin brother's house and I stole a shirt that had a, um, a Star Wars character on it. Oh. I made it, I cut it off, made a midriff shirt. I used the cutoffs that I had and I made a ponytail bow for my hair and then I used some of the cutout to make a choker for myself and I called it a, a, a damn day. You gotta be inventive. Listen, um, if you like Allison, which who doesn't oh, like her, at least from a distance. Probably some that don't. Well, not everybody likes to smell you, but people oh, like to hear you talk. I don't smell bad. She smells pretty good at the moment. Uh, but, um, smell like chicken. Well, I, right now you smell like Windex. You've been Windexing, girl? Mm-mm. Not Windexing all day. Do you use Windex when you clean? Yeah, but not today. I mean, I've taken a shower. Ooh. It's, it's that somebody gave me some cologne. Oh that's, oh, that's very nice. Yeah. You smell like, um, oh, what is that? Some kind of like, um, not. Not a white diamonds. What is that? I don't know. It's called, well, my friend um, gets this little, it's a thing where um, you pay so much and they send you a box and it's got clothes, it's got shoes, it's got all kinds of stuff in it. Man, rich people get all the things. And uh, you, uh, like, unlike some of these um, services, you can send it back. Well, what he does, you cannot send back. You cannot send it back. So he Once got, you got it, you got yeah, it. Yeah. And I'm like, and some stuff he doesn't like, but he, well, in is this, this Steve Speed? Yeah, it is Steve yeah, Speed. I knew it was speedy. And in this little um, thing, it was uh, a little. It was called uh, Histories de Parfum. <laughs> and, um, all it was little vial samples of all these different perfumes, and and they all have years on them. And some of them are uh, some of them are named after authors. But he th- he gave them to me because he said, you know, I tried to. They seem a little more. Allison than me. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> I guess they're imagine. a bit more flower. I, but they were they, that meant smells, for men. That's, well, that smells, well, no, well there is no there is no scent on the planet that has a gender to it. it, well, it well, this is an 18... 28. But that, when people, when people try to say that, uh, when like, bergamot, grapefruit. They're like, that scents more female. That scents more masculine. I just gotta tell you, I'd never want to smell Well, masculine. it's like, listen, I had What a, is that smell I like had a even? gay friend very years, a few years, uh, he's still around, but he lived here. He doesn't live here anymore. We went shopping and we were going through a store and I said, oh, you should get this shirt. You, 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 you should wear this shirt. I love this shirt. I think it'll look good on you. He goes, I can't wear that. That shirt is just too gay. Oh, come And I said, how on. can a shirt be gay? Listen, it, the only, th- masculine traits are inherently, inherently, uh, Dirty. It's funny. Why would you want to smell masculine? You smell like a salad bar. I, I have a nephew that is, same near my size. And so I was giving some of my boy clothes away and I had some shoes. I was like, do you want these shoes? I don't wear them. I just don't wear them. I just don't wear them. He goes, are they gay? 
Yes. And I said, let's ask it. (laughs) I said, let's ask you, are you gay? Do you? And he said, why are you acting so stupid? I said, because you're being stupid. How can a shoe be gay? These these shoes have never listened to Cher or Reba. So then I pick up my zebra, red and zebra, six, eight inch pumps. Uh-huh. And I said, I think this is a gay shoe. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, uh, Allison, where can we see you next? This is airing, you know when this airs. When do we see you after this? Well, uh, it will probably be at uh, 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 Drew's Place with you. The first Thursday uh, of September. the month of September, yes. And then I will also be um, at uh, the 21st of September at the Young Avenue Deli with Goldie and Friends. Goldie and Friends. Goldie and Friends this time. At the Young Avenue Deli of the 21st is uh, a vintage show. Yeah, vintage. All vintage drag. Oh, you know, that's all my drag is. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, fancy don't let me down, as I uh, said. Here's one chance, fancy don't let me down. Um, until next time, we'd like you to know that Aww. we love you, even if you don't love right. you. Thank you for taking time to refocus with us. Refocus with us every month, the first week of the month. When you get your check. When you get... <laughs> By the time you pay your rent bill, we would have been uh, out and about with you. You can get your check and you also listen to Refocus. Be, what a better way to start the month. What a, There's no better way to start the month. Uh, I'm hoping that your MLGW bill is due later in the month. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Until later, bye-bye. Bye. Refocus is brought to you by Focus Mid-South Magazine. Episodes are hosted by Goldie D and Alice in Wonderland. Music for this episode is Everybody Dance All Night Garage Mix by Pirlo, featuring Alexia D. Subscribe to this podcast at iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or Stitcher.